Hi, everyone. Welcome back once again to the Iconist podcast. I'm your host, or one of your hosts, Barry3D, and I'm here with my cousin, Mr. DJ Rod C. Boom! <laughs> and on today, if you could tell by the title of what you see in the background, we're going to be talking about Marvel's Taskmaster. Um, before we go into that, we want to thank, once again, Jaybird Digital Arts for providing the template and all the artwork, our logo, and everything you see there. So thank you, Jaybird! You know, um, I want to do some shout outs. So shout out real quick uh, once again to the uh, my comedy troupe that I'm part of there with my boy Dave Sokolowski, Thomas Patrice, Zolf Ali, and myself, Barry 3D Carter. We go by a touch of gray. You can find videos that we drop multiple times on during throughout the week, um, three, four videos a weekly. Uh, called a touch of gray matter that's our youtube channel touch of gray matter you can also find touch of gray on the uh, the facebook page uh, i want to do another shout out to uh one of my boys uh, uh you know my mentor in comedy when i first started out paul ash he has his battlecom which is right up the alley with this show so um you know i had i did one episode looking to go back and do more so battlecom with paul ash he also does the love doctor um you know they talk funny which is really great for anyone that loves comedy uh wants to know more about comedy and see how comics go about their craft with writing and putting stuff together and, and getting to know people across the globe so check out paul ash for sure um so if you want to find all the links plus the iconist podcast you know, and going to audio very soon as I or it should be up by this point when this is out. Um, I'll definitely say go to barry3d.com, barry3d.com, and you'll find all the links, all the social media for everyone I've mentioned. Um, you know, and you can f like us, follow us, and please remember to like, subscribe, and share. Uh, hit the notifications. We drop videos every Tuesday morning, and we have bonus videos that we'll put up once in a while on Thursdays. And last shout out, I, I would forget, um, is a good friend of mine. Uh, he goes by Jimmy English. He has his own podcast. I've been on there as a guest, um, I think six, seven times and still going. And it's called Beyond the Balcony. So look for the uh, microphone with the red background. Join his po podcast. And he talks about all movies before 1980 and prior. Very interesting, you know, funny, insightful. Um, has different guests on there all the time. So please check him out. Jimmy English on Beyond the Balcony podcast look for the microphone on the red background once again go to barry3d.com find all of that rod Yo. where can we find you brethren well you can find me in a couple of places you can definitely find me on inst on instagram at mr rod c um located there you can also find me on facebook at mr rod c as well true to iconist um page as well but you can definitely find me on twitch twitch.tv forward slash DJ Rod C. You can find me there playing often, you know, having a lot of fun, interacting with a lot of people, you know, just bringing up and, you know, bring a new life to, to these times that we're in and basically giving, you know, people some live action, some live fun, some live music. So, hey, make sure you hit me up, follow. Uh, if you find me on there, please make sure you, you know, let me know you found me, you found me through, but, you know, one of, you're one of our Iconis uh, crew. Greatly appreciate it. I'd love to, you know, connect with you on that way as well. So, listen, Thank you for just chill with us. Listen, we're going to have some fun today. Barry, what do we got for these guys? What do we got for these guys? What we got for you? Okay, so it's been cast. It, you've seen clips of it. But it's we're going to get right into uh, Marvel Universe. Um, so we're going, the comic version, comic book version, the Taskmaster. Taskmaster. Yeah, man. So when the Taskmaster first came out, he, for, he made his first appearance in Avengers um, 195 back in 1980. Hmm. Yeah, so we're going way back. So I love that Marvel's bringing back all these characters, 
you know, and it, he's probably a lesser known character. He will absolutely, I can guarantee, will trans, you know, transfer from pulp to, you know, from book to movies or live really, really well. Yeah. Because of his abilities, uh, you know, some abilities you put them on paper and you could explain it, but when you see them in action and just from the clips we saw from the Black Twofold. Widow trailer, twofold, it, 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 he's it's it's beautiful, man. He's you know so uh, and what I mean by that. So let me just go back. So obviously, fictional character created by Marvel Comics, created by the writer uh, David uh, Michelin, and if I pronounce it right, you know me and that name, sorry. I apologize now. Um, and the or artist oh, yeah. was George Perez. So George mm -hmm. Perez has been around for years from doing a lot of Marvel stuff. Uh, beautiful run, uh, you know, on Avengers, even up to like a couple of years ago, he did one float run on the Avengers, um, Earth's Mightiest Heroes. He's also done Teen Titans. And the Teen Titans that you're watching on HBO Max is heavily influenced by George Perez. He was, mm -hmm. you know, a Marv Wolfman. So George Perez did that volume Teen Titans number one, where he had Robin, Starfire, Raven, uh, Changeling, um, Cyborg, Kid Flash, you know, was the, that initial team. And he drew that, you know, I know definitely 26 issues. I think he did more than 26 issues on that particular run. And the thing with George Perez, as opposed to other artists, he likes putting a lot of characters in as a scene. So mm. when you look at other uh, artists, you know, you'll, you'll see their fight scenes and they'll have like maybe some background people. George Perez, if you could find it, he did a splash fight scene with the Avengers and had about 40 different people in one splash page fighting at once. And he loves that. And if you look when he does his run on Teen Titans, he does the same thing. He has the Titans as a splash page, you know, so, you know, for people not familiar, splash page is like two pages put together and it's just one picture of art in the book, you know picture like a centerfold and he he just draws and, and and there's so much detail in the background other people fighting so you'll see you know uh and, you know for example uh, there's one scene where the titans are on a different planet and you see kid flash you see the after effect of flash running by and it's going all over the place and he's punching out multiple people and the, to the point you catch him in that stagnant moment and but george press has all that written while the time starfire is blasting someone from you know the one page corner all the way down to the other page to hit him at a distance where they're star bolt. So George Perez, really, really, you know, great. He, I, he just retired just recently. Um, and, and, you know, and, and George Perez, like myself, he's a Gemini. <laughs> so these guys turn around and they put him together. So the, the bottom line with Taskmaster is he has what we call photographic reflexes. So he's able to watch something just once and like photographic memory, he can recall that at will to do that action. And this is why I say he's got to transfer, transfer very well into film. You know, I know he's been cast. We're still going to give our, our things of who our we'd like to see him play him, our version, who we'd like to see play him. No disrespect to the actor that's playing him right now because he looks good in costume mm -hmm. and he looks good on film recreating the, the moments from what we've seen so far. So keep in mind, he's just normal strength and, and, and you, know, you know, peak athlete condition as Marvel would uh, classify him as. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, he doesn't have extra, you know, but that alone, I mean, let's take away that. If you saw anybody do something and then you were able to do it, how crazy would that be? Right. The, the, the equivalent of it is basically, 
you know, um, mom, you know, to, you know, anybody else there, you know, Barry and I back in the day, we used to dance and stuff like that. So when you're able to see someone and be able to copy their move and be able to like, emulate it as best as possible, you know, you're trying your best, but you know, deep in your heart, you're still a couple of moves off. Yeah, yeah. a couple of steps off. Yeah. Taskmaster has the ability to see it. And when you really think about that, it's literally watching someone do something and realize they, well, they're doing it and they know they're, they're like, they're doing a, a, a move and they're like, okay, this is a quarter punch versus a full punch. And he's doing this and, you know, he understands by watching someone how to manipulate that. Like, okay, this is how I do from my way, my angle, I'm in it, and just clone it right down perfection. That's a very dangerous art. In reality, that's a very dangerous art. Big time. Big time. Okay. You know, when he showed up in the Avengers and they brought him in, and I mean, if you see, you know, for anyone that's watching, you can see the look that he has, right? So he's got the skull, like a white skull face mask. He's got a mm -hmm. hood over it with a white cape, blue. And then it's a mishmash almost of different Avengers uh, costumes. So he carries a shield, he carries a sword, he carries a bow, um, and he has all these together. And they updated the look at one point. So I like, you know, the, his original look was cool depending who draws it. He's got a, a kind of a fear factor part to it. But then mm. the other thing is they updated that costume than what you're seeing in the new Black Widow, Black Widow trailer, which is based off a miniseries that came out a little while ago where they kind of changed his costume, not the person, you know. And mm. when I say deadly man, I mean, okay, so let's, let's give some scenarios. So when he was young, so he's, it, it does, they never really classify if he's a mutant or not. Um, I would I would think it's a mutant ability because it just happened. Maybe it was so uh, that I don't know. You know, and I and they never really got more into it. And, if, and maybe if he did and I missed it, my apologies. Someone can correct me in the comments. Let me know either way. Mm -hmm. um, so as a young kid, he realized that if he saw someone do something, he can do it. So he was watching. You know, he, he was born uh, as Tony Masters, and they're not even sure if that's his real name or not, right? When he was a young kid, he was watching a cowboy show, you know, a cowboy doing rope tricks. Oh, okay. He went outside. He started doing it right away. Perfectly. Exactly how the guy did it to impress this girl he liked, you know, and I'm talking, he was a young kid. He was like, you know, maybe nine, eight or nine. Um, as he got older, the more it came about. So he watched um, someone do some diving. You know, he was watching like a diving competition. He was like, oh, okay. Watched it once. He went to the pool. My man went, did the dive perfectly you know the super salt and da, 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 hit the water no splash because the less splash you do the better the dive was he Correct. did it he executed it exactly like how that olympic athlete did it just once watched it once like for like you know how long a dive takes a couple of mm -hmm. seconds problem was he needs to have follow-through so he knew how to do the dive but at the time he didn't know how to swim because he never watched anyone swimming. He never learned to swim himself, right? So these are where he realized that he had to put things together. Right. Um, so in school, he used this ability to be the top of everything. He watched football. Mm -hmm. He went on and played football. He was the top of the, uh, you know, of the league for, for his high school in football. He turned around and joined the gymnastics team because he watched the Olympic gymnastics do the pummel horse and tumbling and all. He went out and did it perfectly. Of course, he won ribbons. It came on everyone's radar. Like this guy is really physically fit to do all this stuff, uh, and and then carried on that way so forth to the point where Shield kind of said, "Hey, you know, they keep tabs on everybody. They see this guy showing up in these competitions. Nick Fury, Bussa, huh? We we'll talk to you. <laughs> we want to talk to you." Right? So he became a S.H.I.E.L.D. operative. Mm 
you know how sick is that so he's a shield operative he meets this other girl named mercedes they fall in love they get married he's doing missions and then on one particular mission he was sent on with his task uh, his task force you know he turned around and went to a castle in berlin where they found out they were doing they were cloning doing cloning experiments cloning uh adolf hitler's brain so you always see is a, you know a wall with a bunch of different brains that were cloned from adolf hitler the mm-hmm. scientist that was working on was working on this suppression formula that he would be able to extract that dna from that brain put it into somebody different you know inject them and then Adolf Hitler would be born again in a different body because you're taking the imprints and you're kind of, it's pretty much, you know, control, alt, set, reboot, whatever you're doing on a computer, update your iOS, you know, update your uh, Android firmware. He was pretty much updating human people. And, and he saw that. So, you know, fight broke out, of course, ended up destroying mm-hmm. the brains. Uh, scientists got shot, couldn't save him, had the formula in his hand. But the thing is, he's very competitive. He always wants to be the best. He always wants to keep pushing himself. So he had the formula and he decided to inject himself with that formula to boost his photographic reflexes. Downside, he starts to forget stuff. <laughs> so he forgot he was married. Forgot who his wife was, even though they're both in shield, you know, and, uh, and, and it's just the more he was using his photographic reflexes, the a little bit more he forgot on certain things. Um, and, and that's how, you know, his, his, his tale got a little bit tragic, uh, at that point. Right. You know, so, uh, that, that, that's, that's, that, that's it. And I, I know I'm, I'm going over some stuff, but I'm just kind of keeping this really top view. Um, you know, uh, I, I like the fact that when he retired from shield and this is where it made the character taskmaster where he comes in. So he retires from shield. He gets in there. He's at home. He's trying to figure out because the last mission and went a certain way, you know, uh, I'm not sure if he quit S.H.I.E.L.D. or if I think he quit S.H.I.E.L.D. He's home and he's thinking, what should I do with my abilities? With my abilities, I could be the, the world's number one athlete. Right. But he found that boring. Right? So he's like, nope, there's no challenge in there for me. Um, he turned around and said, well, maybe I could be a vigilante like Spider-Man and, and Daredevil. Looked at that and said, <sighs> I don't like the payment plan. There's right. none. <laughs> The health plan, health plan sucks. Health plan sucks. Payment plan, nothing. Then he's looking and he's seeing, you know, um, the villains. And he's like, I could be a villain, right? And he's like, ah. But once again, if I get hit, punched in the face, there's no dental plan. Ooh, ah. No, man. There's, there's no, no. There's not enough money in there. There's not enough prestige. What mm-hmm. can I? So he's sitting there and he's watching all these like superheroes. So he's seeing like Captain America. He's seeing Hawkeye. He's seeing Iron Fist. He's watching all of them, how they use their abilities. How Cap- And he turns around and he's like, I know. Aha. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to teach henchmen that the villains can b- buy or rent from me and, and put it out there. So he, he turned around and he, he, he opened up his own business. I'll, I'll t- I'm going to school you. On how to be a villain, or henchman. Sorry, school the henchmen to how to follow all the. You know what? When I when I read that and came across that, I was like, you know what? Uh-huh. That's like, that's just that's just that's just business. That's just ingenious. That's ingenious. Like you said, I don't want to get hurt. I might hurt it myself. Uh, no, let's avoid that part of it. Let's avoid that part of it. How the payments? I can teach, and someone can pay me. And anything happens. Listen, I just talked to Maddie. Listen, because you led them down the left lane. That's all on you. I just uh-huh. told them to follow your lead. Still get my money, right? 
So, <laughs> so, you know, he, he's, playing, he's playing like, that's, that's my, ODB. He's playing yeah, he's playing ODB. <laughs> hey, dirty, baby, you got your money, don't you worry. Say hey. <laughs> hey. You know, it's like, pay me. <laughs> you know, like a godfather, F you, Polly, pay me. Um, it, so that's to show you, sorry, God, good fellows. That's to show you, like, Rod, like, just in your background, you have it, Taskmaster Institute, 1 800. I know, five, I'm five, just five. like, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, one eight hundred five 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 five. That's what I'm saying. That's why so, I took this one. I'm like, that's hilarious. Well, <laughs> yes. So that's what he did. So he trained the henchmen for AIM, you know, Agency X, mm-hmm. uh, the Cabal, the Frightful Four, the Initiative, um, Secret Avengers, Shadow Initiative, you know, Shield, uh, you know, uh, it, and then all these other guys, right? So any, so he did the good guys too. Don't get it wrong. He did some, and mm-hmm. I'll explain that. So he he t- taught everybody everything right. <laughs> and got paid everything. so this is where he got put into the avengers so that issue in avengers 185 um you know um he's 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 turning around sorry my apology 195 avengers 195 mm-hmm. the way they got the avengers he came on the avengers radar is because he decided to do this that's what he was doing he was working with this other guy who was running the institute at the time because he actually had an, an institute so he was working out of an uh an insane asylum for the mm-hmm. uh, for the criminally insane. That's where it was hidden in. That was just the cover. That was the front. And he was teaching those guys in there to be, you know, good fighters. How to how to counteract when they had to fight Captain America. How to right. counter when they fought Daredevil, you know? Right. Teaching them all that stuff, yeah. you know, for all these good street vengeance ideas. That's, that's, that's a great business idea. Right? Smart. Because, you know, Sometimes you can hire him out for a mercenary, but that's what he started off with. So the guy who was running the Institute was an older gentleman. He had a heart attack, right? Wanted to live. So they turned around and they made a clone of that guy, you know, because he knew he had a bad heart. So he made a clone that was younger and he wanted to harvest the organs from the younger guy, from the clone into the original guy to give him. So pretty much he pretty much cloned himself, not Taskmaster, the other guy he was working with, uh, Simon. Mm. You know, he made agreement to clone him grow him till he was like a young man and then take his 20 something year old heart and put it in the older guy and then say, okay, discard, discard the clone. So he was just going to take harvest the organs. Yep. Evil. The the clone turned around, realized he's a clone, realized what the plan was going to happen. Realized he grew into his own person, ran, escaped from the Institute. I'm out. I'm out. You know, they're chasing him down. He went to Avengers, uh, the Avengers compound, he got mm-hmm. to talk to the Avengers. He explained what was going on. The Wasp, Ant-Man, all of them, uh, you know, with uh, Steve and, and, and all of them went in there to deal with it. And then they realized what was going on. They found this whole complex and he had different schools all over the place teaching. So it wasn't just one location. Taskmaster got into a fight with all the Avengers and they didn't know how to deal with them because it was like they were all fighting themselves. Correct. You know, no matter what you pull off, you saw you do it. Okay, he can do it. So mm-hmm. Captain America throws a shield. Taskmaster can throw his shield because he studied him. You know, he, you know, Captain America throws a punch. He can throw a punch. He, it was one for one. It, he, mm-hmm. he held his own. At one point when he realized he was out, the only reason he was losing because he was outnumbered, but he held his own. So keep in mind, right? He doesn't have superhuman strength. Mm-hmm. doesn't have superhuman speed. He's just the peak athletic ability, the, you know, physical ability for a human being. Photographic reflexes. And he held off um, the Wasp, Ant-Man slash Giant-Man, Captain America, Hawkeye, 
Um, you know, he, he held all of them off easy. And when things were going, and I know there's other ventures there, but when things were going wrong, he, he said, well, you know what? <laughs> Smoke bomb, I'm out. <laughs> Why get captured when I can go in one of my other schools and just keep trading those guys? Exactly. He, he's Still really- yeah. I'm getting paid somewhere else. You know, sometimes you know, oh, the villain escapes. Ha, ha, ha. No, he was smart saying, well, I tested myself. I proved that I, normal man here, can take on all these super soldier, giant, whatever, and I still held my own. Okay, my thing works. That that's that's that goes on your resume. That's like a comedian, hashtag myself, going and doing a corporate show with no foul language, no offensive material. And you still kill the audience with laughter and getting that recommendation saying, hey, you did a great job at our corporate event. Thank you. Here's a, a letter of recommendation. You can go to another corporate and say, I know you're worried about comedians saying something off color during a corporate event. Here's Four my buddy. letter of authenticity. Exactly. <laughs> he good, he good, he good, he good, he good, he good. Yes. Yes. So that, that, that's the beauty and mind frame of this guy. So, and, and even then he wasn't, he, he was seen more of a mercenary. I mean, yes, he, he came across as a villain, but he didn't really steal anything. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it's to the point where he got hired by the American government. Right. You know, after, you know, when, when uh, Captain America was no longer Captain America, when Steve Rogers stopped being Captain America, they brought in uh, uh, John Walker right? Who was, you know, yeah, he was a super patriot at one point and changed to Captain America. And then he went by U.S. agent, you know, as we've seen in Falcon and, mm -hmm. Winter, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. In the comic book, it was Taskmaster that showed him how to throw the shield. He was hired by the American government to teach him how to sh throw the shield and fight exactly like Captain America. So no one would not realize that it wasn't Steve Rogers at first glance under the mask. <gasps> Boom. <laughs> Listen, this this is it's this very interesting you say this and remind people about that because this is a show where task manager I mean task manager, taskmaster could come right back in. Although he he's he's appearing in Black Widow, he'll yes. come back because who now has the shield? Who now needs some training? He got some sort of training per se for Bucky, but Bucky ain't Taskmaster. No. So and, this and, would be a the original comic run, to bring him in. Exactly. Bucky right. wasn't really there to show him how to do that. It was, you know, this, keep in mind, this was way before uh, Falcon and, and Winter Soldier storylines developed in the comic book. Mm -hmm. Right? So, you know, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, they advanced it and, you know, they re- uh, they jiggle things around to make it go a certain way. Good on them. I'm not knocking them. I'm just saying the original mm -hmm, run, mm -hmm. you know, the Pulp Fiction run, so to speak, on paper, yeah. it was Taskmaster that was hired by the American government to do it. And people are like, well, Barry, the government wouldn't do stuff like that. <laughs> this is not a conspiracy theory, right? Let's look back <laughs> in real life. Remember years ago um, in the year 2000 when everyone was worried about Y2, Y2K, the, the you know, uh, around that area. So they had that virus called the I love you virus that was going on in everyone's computer saying, don't click on this. If you see a bug, you know, uh, an email saying, I love you by so-and-so don't click on it. Don't touch it because it was that I love you virus. Right. That I've, so the guy who created that was like a IT, you know, programmer 
and he was living out in the Philippines or Indonesia, one of places like that, in a small little place. He wanted to prove to the world how smart he was because he was having problems getting a job. So he was frustrated. So he made that I love you bug that went worldwide, that roped right. in, you know, the FBI, the CIA, the RCMP, you know, every, like all these agencies around the world are trying to find how to stop it. They couldn't figure out how to stop it. Computer programmers were uh, hired to make up like, you know, firewalls to stop it, to save all the computer, pro, you know, the computers that were used by the government, by me and you for us using this and you watching. They tracked the guy down who created it, found him, arrested him, and then gave him a job. <laughs> well, literally, that, that, I mean, we're definitely going through a side, a, side, uh, a sidebar, but that's exactly what happened. Trust me, the American, the American government, they do that. Not even American government. All governments do that. When oh. they realize someone can basically break into their own backyard, to safeguard ourselves, we need to keep you close eye. Listen, you want a job? You want a job? <laughs> yeah. Come over here. Got a job for you. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. Exactly. exactly. You know, if you want another example of that, watch the movie uh, biopic called uh, Now You See Me. Oh, no, sorry. Catch Me If You Can. Catch Me If You Can. Oh, but, yeah, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Catch Me exactly. If You Can with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yep. That's a true story. Also, parts oh. of it were filmed in Toronto. That's a true story. Uh, of him and you know of the guy he's portraying and you see the real guy at the end of the movie the actual person that leo's portraying throughout the whole movie and you know he went around and faked his identity he faked to be a lawyer he faked to be mm -hmm. a doctor he faked to be an airline pilot and not just yep. per se talking he went in there and, and he did cases did he flew a plane he did operations um he said he was a banker an investment so he went all around the world faking for years being chased you know, and then when they finally caught him, it's like, okay, well, you know what? The FBI wants to understand how you came up with all of this. And they hired him. <laughs> he got arrested, got convicted, found guilty, had to serve years in jail. And then he turned around and said, well, we'll dismiss the sentence if you come and work for us. Yeah. Show up Monday morning at nine o'clock. Yeah. Oh, you went from okay. being on the run for years of your life to now being paid by the by the american government you got yeah, a job hunting you down yeah right can't beat them join them yeah same same thing with taskmaster now i'm not sure if they're going to do that with the his appearance in the marvel cinematic universe how they're going to treat him that way um don't know much about him i what i saw i liked you know mm -hmm. you see automatically he has the shield and he does that he uses the shield like captain america in the trailer he does a couple of shots with very similar to what hawkeye would do you know what we got in the trailer you see he pulled off Black Panther's fighting style. You know, he crosses his hands, the claws come out on the, the fingertips, and he goes, goes at it, you know, with their, the, the Russian version of the super soldier, right? Uh, so, which we covered before. So, he's got it. At one point, him and, and Black and Arrow, uh, Black, okay, Black and Arrow, uh, him and Black Widow, you mm -hmm. know, are fighting, and she flips up from her back and lands in the superhero landing pose, one hand down, one hand out to the side. And he did the exact same thing at the same time. And it was like, she looked at kind of, uh-oh. And he was very calm. Yeah. And anything else you got to show him? I'll, I'll keep it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, what's next? Impress me. Because whatever you do, I want to learn and use against you. Deadly. It, it, he sat down just to learn how to fight. And watch Bruce Lee movies. Uh-oh, he knows Jet Kwon Do. <laughs> he watches Kung Fu movies and Shaolin movies to learn fight styles. So when he grows up against certain guys, they're like, 
how do you know this? <laughs> you know, if I had that power, man, let me tell you something. I'm it's watching. It's a dangerous. It's a dangerous what? power to have. I'm watching the, the, the you know, 36 chambers of Shaolin. You understand that? <laughs> if, if Wu-Tang Clan can be a rap group based off of Shaolin movies, then I can be a Shaolin master with his powers. You know? Jeez. Oh, can't, can't touch me, son. <laughs> I'd be on fire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jokes. Jokes. Yeah, but that's basically, I mean, in a nutshell, that's really what Taskmaster is. He just has the ability to clone, mimic, and just become the person that he's mimicking. And that's very, that's very ideal. So yes, he can infiltrate, he can infiltrate places like, you know, again, no one knows what he looks like underneath that mask. So he has the ability to, he can just don on if he needs to infiltrate someplace. Um, I think I saw it somewhere that he did do that. He had to... Where was it? Oh, I remember. I remember. I saw it, and I made sure I I knew I put it somewhere. Uh, I can't remember at the exact moment right now, but there was a part that he basically had to infiltrate somewhere, and he had to go against uh, Warbird or meet up with Warbird, right. and he basically was. They didn't realize who it was. Because he was able to portray the person he was trying to, you know, you know, just by, walk past him and just say, "Yeah, how you doing?" Yep, America. Yeah, that's cool. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Right. You know, or anything along that line. But that's how I look at it. So, I mean, that's why he's like, they may say at the beginning that they don't know if this is a power. I would like to call it a power. Because to me, having that type of photographic reflex type of memory is, is very high and keen. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, um, it, it, you can't go wrong, man. You can't. This it, it, that's it. I like, and that's what I like about the cinematic universe that they're bringing around these characters that are lesser known. Let's be fair. He's mm-hmm. he's not an A list villain. He, no. you know, he's not your, uh, you know, uh, Osborne. He's not your mm-hmm. um, Doctor Octopus. Yeah, Doctor Octopus. About to say Octopus. Yeah. You right. Know? He's, so, he's, yeah. He's none of those guys um, that you would know when you you know. When I say A list villains, you look at a hero. You always have to know about a rogues gallery. You know how it, the rogues gallery makes it right so if mm-hmm. you mention superman people are going to say lex luther you know or, or zod you you mention mm-hmm. batman everyone says joker it's like a word association right, right? you right. say spider-man you hear green goblin you know right. or right. or his own memories about lizard. his guilt <laughs> i think his right. biggest villain his biggest villain for spider-man is his guilt <laughs> oh, that, that's I the villain for that. spider-man his guilt um but it, but all the time there's someone there that stands out that's reoccurring daredevil is kingpin so right. taskmaster he doesn't have anybody no he doesn't have like a main hero like i mean he definitely was dealing with the avengers a lot he was, and then yes we'll go ahead yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he, he dealing with the avengers a lot and and then he kind of not fell off with that um it's just because he went in different directions so it, it was it was it was great man it's that, see so, marvel 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 utilizes him properly in the sense that yeah he was um he was a, a trainer and instructor for henchmen. So again, he's now could be, he could be the center point for, like I said, AIM, um, all, all these other type of organizations that he has access to. AIM, and they have Hydra. access to him, Hydra yeah. and all that stuff. So basically that just shows that he's not in that sense locked down to having just one particular villain. Nope. I mean, one, one, one particular uh, superhero or group that he has, he's, he's yeah. in conflict or always co- conflicting with. So that's yeah. a great thing that 
by putting him in that particular niche, he turned out to be that type of the go-to guy. And that's Absolutely. what I liked about Marvel. Marvel had the ability of understanding this. If you're going to do stuff, again, AIM interacted with the uh, Avengers. Um, were... X-Men, I can't think off the top of my head. Um, but I think Fantastic Four, you know what I mean? So at yeah. least the, the groups were able to branch off to different type of villain, you know, villains and superhero groups. Taskmaster is also one of those ones. So you know, like you said, you can't lock him down to say, he was only the Avengers no. main uh, villain, but he was able to be interacting with other ones. So that's good. Yeah, that's good. absolutely. I mean, look, and if you want to find other things, he's shown up in the Marvel universe. He's shown up mm-hmm. all over the place, more places than you think. So you really have to, you know, if you're a casual fan, you're going to miss it. If you're a hardcore fan, you're going to definitely know where he's showing up. Um, I, I like to fall in there. Uh, so he's shown up in, you know, comic books, obviously uh, video games, mm-hmm. um, He's shown up in TV shows. like So just to give you uh, an idea, like in, in film, okay, close. You know, he's showing up in um, – so he was in, you know, the, the direct-to-DVD movie, uh, Avengers Confidential, Black Widow, and The Punisher. You know, Taskmaster was there as a villain, uh, part of the organization called Leviathan. Um, he shows up in, you know, Iron Man and Captain America, Heroes United, and he was voiced by, voiced by Clancy Brown. So when you watch this video and you're thinking, Clancy Brown, who's Clancy Brown? We talked about that. If you go back to a couple of our videos, watching, um, you know, the whole um, Highlander reboot. Yeah. Lancy Brown, you know, played uh, Kurgan, the villain from Highlander. So he was voiced by that actor. I like that gravelly voice he has. Uh, he, he, right? So he, he shows there's, up there's, there. There's so, much, there's so much stuff for Clancy Brown. Like, he, he's, he's, he's everywhere, there with, man. He's there like Tara, Tara uh, Strong. That's, that's, that's what he is like. Yes, yes, yes. And, and in video games, okay, then he's shown up also, you know, in Marvel vs. Capcom 3, Fate of Two Worlds, and Ultimate uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3, you know, voiced by Steve Bloom. Um, he, he's shown up there. Uh, he's shown up in Marvel Avengers Alliance, uh, you know, Lego Marvel superheroes, and, and the list goes on. So the character is there. What Marvel needs to do, in my opinion, is because of this premiere, he's always been there in media one way or the other. He's got a nice toy figure, which I'll put the picture up also. Um, that's a nice collectible figure with him in his newer costume. He's got, uh, I think there's a sculpture out there with his classic costume, which looks really nice too. I got to research that. Um, you know, they have to use him like Deathstroke, not copy Deathstroke the, from DC, mm. Deathstroke the Terminator. Mm. Deathstroke the Terminator started off pretty much as a Teen Titans villain. His first appearance, it was in issue two, once again, by George Perez. Right and Marv Wolfman, and he's more from just being a villain for the Titans, to then being a, a villain for everybody when they did the Villains United storyline in DC. Right. He was like the second in command, pretty much working under Luther or working with Luther, to and everyone feared him, including Superman. Superman feared Deathstroke. Okay, that that says a lot. You think right. if you think about that to show you how you know on the level he is that really put him on the map and then they've more recently made him more like a batman rogue villain like part of his rogues gallery so if you're watching any of the batman uh dvd or directed you know dvd movies right so um batman and damien you know uh batman and robin you know son of batman he's in there with his own storyline and the box set comes with this cool figure for i digress so they gotta really start he's he's how Deathstroke did the Avengers, sorry, Teen Titans, 
Taskmaster did the Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was only time that he had to come in. He's got to be more utilized. He's got a great miniseries. It's hard to get. My brother, to show you, Brian went and he bought the miniseries. Poor Brian. Brian got issue number one. Brian got issue number two. And then Brian got issue number four. Number three was impossible to find. Brian went all over. He was looking online. It was sold out. Brian had to come, like, you know, he came to visit me one time from Montreal here. Um, mm. This is way before, pre, you know, way before COVID. Um, I took him to a comic book store up here and he found the issue, you know, uh, at the comic book store we used to go to their uh, uh, wow comics, you know, world of yeah, wonder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so shout out to them. They're out in Kitchener. Yeah. Yeah. Th- that, that world of wonder, wow comics out in Kitchener, two stories full and prices are the, the best prices I've seen to get like back. Very issues. Very, yeah. Very. Yeah. So, you know, um, my boy, Wes, so if you go up there and if you're in the area, you go and you see Wes, tell, tell Wes, you heard Barry and Rod said, hi. <laughs> yeah. So I want to see him used more. That's, that's the main thing. You know, he really, he's got a cool backstory and to continue with real quick, and we'll get into our, our, our parts. I mean, he's already cast, but to say who we like to see baby uh, behind him, the mask is it ends off where, okay. I said before he lost his memory. He's going on. And then he has, this organization he works for the org and they call and they give him missions and the missions you find out is like okay we need you to get intel from here we need you to inflate here infiltrate here and, and he gets these missions he doesn't remember anything like at one point his memory loss got so bad he forgot who he was himself he forgot his own identity so this the person keeps calling him he keeps getting these missions he goes about it and at one point they do a cut scene you know, uh, in the comic book, and you see that he's getting missions from this woman, and the woman he's getting missions from is his wife, Mercedes, who's still with S.H.I.E.L.D. So they're sending him on missions to get information that she's still going and running to the higher-ups within S.H.I.E.L.D. Right? But he never knows that's his wife. So it'd be nice to see what, if they're ever going to give him back his memory, or they're going to just leave him that way. Yeah, that's, that's my two cents there. So a lot of meat on, on this whole scenario to to use. Definitely, definitely. So let's get to that part, B. Who, 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 you know, we, like we said, we already know it's been cast. We know Marvel, they already have them out there for Black Widow and everything in that regard. Who would you, let me ask you, who would you be having as your cast for him? Very simple, man. Scott Atkins. Scott Adkins um, was in the Expendables when Jean-Claude Van Damme was there. He was his, his right-hand man. Scott Atkins was in a movie called Way of the Ninja 2. Scott Atkins, um, he, you know, he, he's, he's got a lot of movies. If you look up his name, you'll see a lot of his movies that he does um, mm-hmm. that go, like, you know, on Netflix and so forth like that. Yeah. Uh, Scott he was Atkins, in Doctor Strange. He was in Doctor Strange as well. Thank you. That's what I was going to say. There's a scene in Doctor Strange where... Doctor Strange is in the hospital and his astral form comes out of his body mm-hmm. and he's talking to, you know, um, you know, uh, Rachel McAdams character, the, the nurse. Yeah. The nurse. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. and just then some guy comes out in a, another astral form and claps him. Pop, pop, pop. That's Scott Atkins. If, if, if you don't know, you won't learn today. Scott Atkins is the man. He's, he's got the look. He's, he's definitely well-versed in martial arts. He's Scott Atkins. You want a good martial arts, you know, movie, action movie, 
you watch a Scott Atkins movie. And he has his own YouTube channel. He stole. He's interviewing other uh, um, martial artists. Um, he, you would recognize him from uh, Undisputed. So he had the Undisputed movie with Ving mm-hmm. Rhames and, and Wesley Snipes, right? And Michael J. White. So they were in the you know first and second one. So the first one had Wesley Snipes um, and Ving Rhames. The second one brought in Michael J. White, right? The guy he's fighting in the second one is Scott Atkins. And then when you go into Undisputed 3, it's just Scott Atkins, you know? And then they did Undisputed 4, Boyka, Scott Atkins. If you want to see what this man can do, you watch Undisputed 2, 3, and Undisputed 4, Boyka. You watch these movies, and let me tell you, if you want to see someone who can fight and then mimic the moves and believable, that he can whoop ass Scott Atkins. Done. You know, I know he's been cast, but Scott Atkins, I know he had that small role in Doctor Strange, and it's a shame because they should have used him for this. So I'm going to tag Scott Atkins and tell him to talk to his manager and get back in there. Scott Atkins. I mean, if they're not using for something, he's got to be used for something else. He's Obviously, he's not opposed to superhero movies. Watch Undisputed 2, 3, and 4. Scott Atkins. Did I say Scott Atkins? You might have mentioned his name, Scott Atkins. I'm not too sure. Right. Let me try that. Scott, S-C-O-T-T, Atkins. A as in Adam. D as in David. K as in um, Kite. Uh, I, N as in Nancy, S. Scott Atkins. That Scott Atkins. Ah, damn. <laughs> okay. So, mm-hmm. well, you, you, you done through a full monkey toolbox at me because I what's going what Scott Atkins do you see my face getting up like let him, let him, I'm going to let him finish I don't say nothing phenomenal I'm thinking who else can I do now who's my backup I didn't have a backup because I was thinking there's no way this guy's going to pull this guy out here but it's alright so it's going to be a very rarity that we actually have both the same people because that's why I was able to that's why I jumped in and saying well he was just he was just, Dr. Strange, I wanted to see if you picked up. How did you know that already? Yeah, because I was kind of scoping out and going back to that same scene. But it's all right. I'll, uh, I'll, uh, no, I'll just, no. Uh, no, 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 it's cool. It's cool. It's all, it all makes sense. At least we can see we're in tune. We're fine. We understand. We Strong see. bloodline. Strong, Strong bloodline. bloodline. Strong bloodline. Right? Let's just put it this way. Okay, no quality. So- we know quality when we see it. Thank you. This, this, okay. So this is a rare moment. So first, very rare. Very rare. This, so if you ever been watching this show uh, prior to this episode, and and if you caught us on the old ones, and you talk to us, and you see, we always try to come up with who we think should play the character, but we never tell each other who we're talking about. We don't even hint at it. When we talk during the week, you know, we hold on to it like Golem with the ring. My precious. My precious. And this is the first time. That's what I'm thinking. This is either the first time or very long and like third and seven blue moons before, if anything. Yeah, I think this might be the first time that we've actually had this happen. And I'm like, oh, that's hilarious. First that's time. <laughs> on, on the Iconist podcast, Barry Carter, Roderick Carter have mm-hmm. agreed and picked agreed out the same, 
one person. <laughs> right, so you know what? I know this is who you're going with. What were your points for picking Scott? Let, well, let's hear your points I mean, for picking Scott. I mean, Scott. like, listen, I was going to let me go back to, let me go back to, because definitely we're going to say, um, we're going to talk about, you know, hard target, because he was in hard target. Um, he Facts. was in, uh, you know, he has that, 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 that grit type of, type of feel, expandables. He was in there again. And, and when he was in there, he can just see like, okay, you're, you know what, you, you, you can take a beating. You know how to, to, um, that's the best way of saying, you're a soldier, you're a soldier. So yeah. I was going from that aspect and I saw that like thinking, okay, well, you know, what about Scott? What about Scott? Let me see. And then the undisputed ones, you've clearly said it. So I can't even really go over that. Cause that's, that was just basically it's self-explanatory on that end. Right. Right. But, but, but the aspect of having the martial arts, but he's, he's, reflecting off of the um the shield days of being a soldier being you know i know i know my benefit i know my strength and i know what i can do and what i can bring to a table these are things you can you can see from him like like even he was even in a weapon in um wolverine wolverine weapon um 11 so i was like trying to remember which i'm not seeing it mm. i'm trying to remember which one that was but i'm like when was when I, I can't remember, so I was gonna even mention it to you now. Like, if you remember where he was in Wolverine, because I, I, Honestly, I like, don't remember I, that. I, I know I must yeah, have seen it, it, I must have jumped for joy, yeah. but you know, it, 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 he skims on, on, on the surface with Marvel. And come on, this I mean, okay, they got who they got, and I'm not disrespecting that, but oh, I would have liked to see Scott Atkins, Scott Atkins in this role. And if you would have made him recurring on different things, what as you put it the other day. You would have got five across the five across the eyes. People would have got five fingers across the eyes. Pop. Oh, rapture. <laughs> the rapture. The rapture. Like you saw him in Dark the Strange and it was very small. I'm like, man, I don't care if you guys got to give me something. You got soul gems and brought in another person from a different galaxy. Scott Atkins mm-hmm. is the man. It's the thing. So, so as that's, PG that's as a- I can say it. So that's that's where I was going to go. That's where I was going to go with that. But I mean, I'm glad that we've actually came up with the same came up with the same result. That means we 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 know quality. We know good. We know a good person when we see him. Um, and again, having the the martial art type of um, chops, undisputed answers there. If you want to say, yeah, he he may have touched, he may have touched um, Marvel, mm-hmm. per se, to being Lucian, but he was really more of a non-speaking role. Yeah, I don't recall him speaking. If he did, it must have been a very, very small lines. If, if anything, no, it was, very, it was very small. Nothing, nothing but, significant. Not, he, he nothing, nothing. Just the, the just give, you know, ben, you know, uh, ben, you know, Doctor Strange, the, the beats. He, he was there just to give him five across the eyes. That's exactly it. <laughs> so that was his only role: give him five across the eyes. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. This this is this is it this is it. Listen, keep going. I just got to put you on mute for one quick second. I just got the I got the youth here just trying to get my attention for the past three minutes. So it's like keep going. I'll be right back. Everybody, keep just keep going with Barry. I'll be right back. I'll be right, right back. on. Right on. Two seconds. <laughs> it's okay, man. We can edit this, man. <laughs> Scott Atkins. <laughs> 
see, not only are we comic book enthusiasts, we're also fathers. And sometimes one half that comes before the other. So fatherhood is always first. Comic passion is always second. We do what we have to do. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what it is, being a responsible man. <laughs> yeah. So we got a question I'll be answering right after we get off this call. But yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. But no, in, in reality, everyone, listen. Um, Scott Atkin is, is, is a great choice. He's the great thing about it. Mm -hmm. He, I look at it this way. He's already under Marvel's radar. Yes. So it's not a far fetch and we know, you know, it's possible. And we know we've had characters who may have been as a second or third string in a movie who may have come back into that same environment as someone higher. So, yes. And, and it's not even to dispute his role as being in Doctor Strange and how that was great. It got him into the door. He can now come back through this other door as a Taskmaster and it will just, it will make sense. So yes, yes I, I, I would say yes, yes, yes. Listen to Scott, to Scott, to Scott. You, you, get your manager on the phone. Tell him he needs to call back somebody. Quick. Yes, Scott. Quick. Yes. You got two years, brother. You got two years. You got a year to get yourself in there, one year to do the filming. So we'll see you in uh, 2023. We expect to film somewhere. I'm giving him that, but I'm giving him now that he's going to get time, get all that stuff figured out, get signed, whatever, whatever movie, you know, they got set up for next year. He slipped himself in there. And then shush, shush, Ali Ali Oxen free. This man's up on 2023. Right on. I just want to see him in a reincurring cool role. Scott well, Atkins. We, we well, both do. It. So if he, if he take if he gets, if he gets a taskmaster role, that's, that's a reincurring because basically you can now put him into again training because it's funny if you well, going back to what we said earlier uh-huh. the, the, his particular job taskmaster's job as training henchmen and stuff like that if you really think about that you don't see that you don't hear about that often but nope. someone has to be training these henchmen someone yep. has to be all these big these big villains gotta say i need henchmen who do i call i must have my speed dial on at least four or five are at least two or three different people I can call, have a phone come up, and then off to over their shoulder look, Taskmaster. Let me call Taskmaster. Let me see what TM got for me today. That's TM? right. TM, listen, I need about 20 people. I got something going down in about a month. I need some guys. This is this is basically the plan. Could you supply it? All right, All right thank you very much. Yeah. All right, I'll send you the money. Quick. Yeah. And that's it. Exactly. That's it. They go they go on the dark web, right? They look up Taskmaster. They have a conversation. It's like, who are you? Okay, well, I'm villain so and so. I plan on pulling off this big heist in New York. Now we knew New York is very heavily based with superheroes all over the place. I plan on aiming this time. Who's been on my tail though and hounding me for the past couple of months is is Daredevil. Who you got that I can deal with that can handle Daredevil? Not oh Daredevil, no problem. I I have someone here that can definitely handle that. How many guys you need? Well, I'd like to have 50, but my budget only says I can have 30. I'll send you 25 of my top tier guys. Uh, but for the price of 30, okay, I'll take it. <laughs> By the yeah, way, you cover again. dental. Uh, oh, okay, I'll cover dental. You cover dental. Uh, all, all right, and then it, it's on, and he sends over these guys, and it's like, yeah, man, you need someone to handle a uh, fight Daredevil? Yeah, no problem. Okay, so we know that he operates out of Hell's Kitchen. You pulling this heist in Hell's Kitchen? Yeah, I'm pulling it in Hell's Kitchen. All right, man, so most of the time he comes out at night for some reason. He doesn't really run around too much during the day, so here's how it's going to go. <laughs> Yeah, Don't do exactly. anything near a courthouse. 
Don't do anything near a church. Don't do anything near a homeless shelter because Daredevil seems to kind of patrol around that. And for some reason, he always keeps going to this one place where it used to be an old boxing ring training facility. Duh. Don't, 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 we, we don't go anywhere around there. Oh, and by the way, stay away from the sewers because sometimes he's against the hand. Sometimes he's with the hand. And it seems that ninjas come from the sewers. Let's just that's stay a, away that's from a, that. That's another, that's another department again. You have Taskmaster. You have the hand. Listen, who are supplying these people? We need to have somewhere have some kind of representation in the Marvel universe. Like you brought up the hand. That's perfect. Listen, we're there. Da- anyway, let's not even, that's a whole nother. That's show. another that's episode. Another that's another episode. We'll get into that. Show. So we'll end this one off here. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, thank you for tuning in on the Iconist podcast. I'm your, one of your hosts, Barry 3D for Deep Dark Delicious. Hey. Hey. And I go by the one that called DJ Rod C. Now that man brought in the hand, now I got to start thinking about the hand, the right hand, the left hand, five across the eye. Brax, 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 brax. And that's it. People are getting handed down licks, licks, handed down licks. Yeah, exactly. Either the hand clan or the foot clan, whatever it is. So we'll be on this. Thank Turtles. you. Turtle, exactly. There's so much to talk about. Thank you for jumping on, watching this video, supporting it. Um, if you're able to chance to help the channel grow, please check out our link on Coffee and you know help us uh, keep this channel growing. You can find on our links at barry3d.com. Once again, um, you know this is the Iconist podcast. Like, subscribe, share, and I'd like to say, member. All you need is a pencil, a piece of paper, and imagination. This is how this world started that we're talking about today. Keep dreaming. Bam. We're out of here, people. Son of a band. Taskmaster, who are we here? Oh, you don't mean Okay, I'm done. Mouth, mouth. I mean, cut the show, cut the show, quick, man. I want another tirade. Mouth. Peace.